hello, hello, hello. Hey, hey. Hi. Welcome in, players, to the player party. Um, bow, bow, bow. Well, <laughs> Welcome back to Buds and Brews. Uh, you know, we had a week <laughs> hiatus there. Fucking holidays and shit like that. So welcome back. Fucking holidays. My French right in the fucking beginning. Um, no, but anyway, welcome back, Buds and Brews. I am Austin. I'm Eric. I'm Ross. And I got a question for you guys. Because oh, we, we, because, no, it's actually something I don't. Because honestly, I'm 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 a little intoxicated right now. And oh, it was, but you asked a question about something. You like you said it sarcastically about. Well, that's why we're trying to make enough money to go to Mars. Um, hey. If you had the opportunity right now, knowing that it was a one-way trip, would you do it? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I am disenchanted by humanity and its ways, but I am not disenchanted enough yet to just solemnly swear I'll live on a rock by myself. Okay, well, here's the major thing. I uh, Like a week and a half ago, I posted this. I tried posting this thread. What I ended up doing was posting a picture of the final image of the thread, which makes a horrendous point after not knowing everything that this woman had just talked about. So oh. it just kind of made me look like an asshole. But at the same time, it was completely legitly backed by this woman. She was basically explaining that she worked with someone who worked at NASA or she or she was married to an astronaut or something. I think it was just someone who worked at NASA and they told her like, what astronauts say about living in space and everything that they go through to live in space and be in space for a single year or like a few months at a time and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And like the amount of stuff that they have to deal with and how like claustrophobic it is and debilitating to your body and mental health and shit. I was like, yeah, dude, space sucks. <laughs> I don't want to go there. Wow. Like let alone for to go to Mars isn't it like three years or something or because it's six to months get to there the moon. it's no it's uh it's only it's right now the technology it we months? have it's like three to six months right now the technology we oh have to get okay to so i got it confused yeah it's like so two like, days to the moon two or three days gotcha. like when we first went to the moon it was like years away still to get i don't well, know they went no, to, was... tried to go to the moon recently no no, no i meant like in 69 <laughs> or whatever wherever, whenever it was 70 yeah no something. i was making a terrible uh, Look that up. I thought they. I yeah. thought it only took them like two days to get to the moon. Um, the moon it? took a few days, but propulsion and thruster technology is violently past where it was. Three um, days is what it took. Yeah, Dang. three days. Wow. Two hundred and forty thousand miles. Apparently, I don't know anything. Hey, well, welcome to space. Yeah. Nobody does. <laughs> Fucking nobody does. It still sounds. It, so, it sounds visual. I'm like I watched a little bit. Of, there's a there's a documentary on Netflix about the the twin. I can't remember his name. Oh uh, right. John Kelly or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it, he he talks about like what it did to his bones and stuff like that. Uh huh. Like exactly. I, okay, so even like, so in a one way trip, it was sucks. Like, so you go there, and then for like three to six months, you gotta do all this stuff to stay physically apt and then you get off and you're still in a low grav environment, right? Doesn't Mars have a lower gravity like 0.6 or something? Yeah. It's a little lower than earth. Maybe um, 0.8. Yeah. It's like if you jumped, I think you gain like an extra foot in height or something like that is what okay. they said. Interesting. Mm. It's not like super ridiculous though, which is why they find viability in it. 
Right. Um, so it's still, I mean, I guess it'd be better than on a spaceship no matter what, but like, a, yeah. yeah, it would still suck because you'd be living on a rock for the rest of your life. Right. Yeah. I was probably, probably after like five or 10 years, you'd probably just go and walk. You'd, you'd like take Maybe your helmet off. Yeah. And die. Yeah. If you turn <laughs> right. it for sure. Yeah. Or just take your helmet off and die on top of the legendary rock. Yeah. Um, just like, well, we yeah, but think, think about what think that's you're a you're a fucking legend forever, though. Oh yeah, True. especially if you live streamed I mean, it. <laughs> live streamed you taking your helmet off on Mars. Oh my god! Just it's just like no. guys, it's another beautiful day on Mars. Might be my last day, however. Or just trip, or you just see like on a live stream, the dude just trips and his helmet rolls off over a cliff. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh man. Jesus, we're cruel. <laughs> shit <laughs> uh, no so you have your helmet no no see that's the thing you have the camera on your helmet so it's like first person and then you're like it's a beautiful day on mars and then they just hear like the snapping and the popping and then oh. like helmet drops <laughs> oh god uh, oh, it's dark these it's are dark. these are bad dark. vibes Welcome to send to the people who are going <laughs> hey man you you started this. Trend. I know this was on this is on me. This is important. I'll take the fall. This is important. <laughs> oh, that's funny. No, um, <sighs> I mean, nothing screams absolute utter fucking negligence of your own planet more to me than watching the rich flee to space. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up when you look <laughs> when you look at it from that certain perspective. It's kind of fucked up as a fan yeah. of space and stuff. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then you and then you realize what's going on. How they they, they pay no taxes hardly, or they I mean they pay taxes but hardly anything. Yeah, and it's, you're just like, just like, oh, this seems like a bad use of your time. Well, so that was <laughs> that was the conclusion of the post that I shared. So like, it was this woman talking about how she knew like the inner workings of NASA and how, what, everything that it takes to put a person into space for such a limited amount of time and the amount of debilitating effects on their body and mental health and etc. And then it concludes with her saying like, so just, or just find comfort in the fact that billionaires will never be able to escape this planet in this lifetime, et cetera, et cetera. And they will just, you know, going into space won't fill the hollow void inside of their souls and et cetera. <laughs> so like, if you just read that part, it just sounds like a vicious attack. Right. Right. But like the buildup to it of knowing like what goes into actually putting people in space in this era, like it's crazy. Yeah. You, you have a, a suction cup attached to your asshole and you fly up to space and you're like, cool. I still feel empty inside. And then you go back down to earth and you're just like, yay. Hang on. Let's go back to suction cup on asshole. That was from the post. I'm just pulling quotes from the post. <laughs> is, <laughs> I is, the is this something that I need to Google? I don't want to Google this. No, I think the suction cup of one's asshole may be to adhere to the outside of a ship so that you could ride it like one of those fish that ride sharks and shit through the sea. That'll be tight. But no, oh. it's it's to keep you from pooping your pants. No, oh, gotcha. Really. Oh, it's like a sucker in your asshole. So as poop comes out, it sucks it into a uh-huh. tube. Yeah. Because mm. you're likely to do it. You're likely mm. to just be like, Wah! Yeah, like I mean, if, if I'm going at that, that going that fast out of the atmosphere, I'm going to shit myself. Like, <laughs> I don't think there's going to be any way around That's that. That's why they have uh, the thought of it gets me a little. <laughs> Should I try and find this post? No, it, it's, I feel like it's going to be tough. Stuff. Oh, man. That's funny stuff. 
well. Well, that conversation escalated quickly. Yeah, I got. Uh, <laughs> we got way up there. Um, Went from "Would you live on Mars?" to "Did you know they put suction cups in their assholes?" Yeah, if you live on Mars, you have to have a suction cup in your bowl. Yeah, at all times, it's just required. It's just required. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gnarly. Everyone's doing uh, it. Everyone's got a suction up their butt. <laughs> Speaking of uh, feeling like you have a <laughs> suction cup up your ass. <laughs> uh. Uh, so we talked. We've talked about on here multiple times about the. Uh, horrific medical marijuana changes they wanted to pass here in Colorado. And they did. Of course they did. Um, waited waited on the desk of the governor for two whole hearty weeks before he approved it. And <laughs> let's just say it's not going well. Um, besides that, uh, what, what happened is uh, the new highlight here in Colorado as of this morning was that a medical marijuana patient is suing Polis, our uh, governor of Colorado over the new marijuana laws. And so Benjamin Wan and his parents, Amber and Brad, um, both decided that, or all decided that they were going to sue. So they were staying next to Jerry Polis on May 6th as he signed the new law expanding medical marijuana access for child patients in public schools. The family had been pushing for legislation for years and had been communicating with the governor's staff about the bill throughout 2021 legislation. Um, so the bill goes through. They pass this thing. These people are all happy and shit. Whoever was happy about it. Um, but then, you know, this family turned around soon. So um, when the contra uh, controversial bill, this is from the Westward, by the way, uh, proposed a new list of re restrictions on Colorado's medical marijuana program and introduced it into the legislature eight days later, <clears throat> the line of communication was no longer open with this family and the um, governing bodies according to the family. So the proposal, which quickly made its way through lawmakers to the governor's desk, negatively affects students who were opposed or who were supposed to benefit from the law that the wands had supported, among others. So basically this family passed a law with Polis, which was access for marijuana for children, patients in public schools. This was specifically, you know, going after things like, um, seizures and different, you know, various, things like that, of that type of nature. So more serious causes, right? Not for things like anxiety and all this. Yeah, like um, epilepsy and autism. They were the ones who pushed to get that passed. They got it passed. And, you know, we're on stage next to him as he cited on May 6th. Well, then in the fucking end of June, suddenly this thing gets passed through. What that does is that limits the access to child patients to this type of care. So essentially it vetoed, um, it vetoed a lot of medical cards and they're not a real, able to reapply for them until they're a certain age. So oh, that kind of messed crap. that up. And this family was like, you know, we were there and we were actively working with legislation to get this passed. And then they can't even talk to us about this new one, which counteracts the thing we passed back in May. So um, according to the family, um, the uh, and the lawyer it says here that Polis didn't have a conversation with us. We reached out and had a rally in front of his office after it passed. I don't know of anyone in the community who he had a conversation with, especially those of us who just passed that other bill. And that's what the dad of the family said. Um, you know, and they're part of the tight knit medical community here in Colorado, according to this. 
So essentially, yeah, there is a class action lawsuit that has been started. Apparently several other patients have jumped onto this now and they will be suing the governor directly for not supporting the people's actions or clearly representing them and their needs. I'm sure there's going to be some sort of settlement that says like, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, You know, we're going to amend the bill and um, you know, any, but then they're going to still have to pay out emotional damages and whatever. Cause I'm sure there's going to be a lapse in like, you know, their ability to medicate and whatever. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a shit show for the governor right now. Yeah, I mean, like one last quote here is um, a lot of parents of patients with autism and epilepsy have reached out in the last three days and they want to be involved. I will say this is a pretty black and white situation in regard to Amendment 20. So I feel we have a very solid case. At the same time, though, very few cases are ever one challenging unconstitutionality in state and local laws. So, I mean, like, you know, the... The dad's already spoke out. He's like, yeah, we may win. There's a high chance we won't. But regardless, this has to be something that, you know, is spoken about because no one was, I mean, like shit, me and Eric didn't even know about it until it had already been on the board to get voted for. They, well, yeah, they were, they were sneaky as shit about it for a reason. It's, what was the Stupid reason? Stupid sneaky. Um, so That's yeah, what I, I mean, was saying earlier. When, we talked about it earlier when he had found out about it. And I was saying that it seemed pretty shady in general to push through this thing because one person was irresponsible, like, especially because this person had a medical card and didn't seem to have any outstanding issues or need for marijuana use. So like to then go back and be like, well, we're going to limit medical patients. And it's like, that's literally not the problem. Yeah, it's really You fun. need... You need to have just stricter reasons for allowing medical patients. Like, you know, if you're above 25, then yeah, it's your choice to use marijuana at that point. But if you're below 18 or whatever, 17, whatever standard they're going to set, limitation they're going to set, then yeah, you need to have a legitimate reason, autism, epilepsy, cancer, you know, et cetera. Yeah. Yep. Very true. I mean, just to like put it in perspective one more time for people who don't get this, um, this would restrict the daily purchase of a medical marijuana patient from purchasing concentrate of 40 grams down to eight. If you're under 21, your limit is two. Hmm. Whereas before you were allowed to buy 40. So, you know, it's a, it's a weird one. But it's interesting to see that we're at a point now where it, versus instead of suing, you know, like the marijuana enforcement division or someone like that, you actually go after the appointed main official who has to sign it into act and directly sue them as an individual. I mean, I it makes sense to me. It makes sense to me. And I'm surprised it hasn't happened more often, to be honest. Yeah. I think it's something that we're starting to see more and more now because I think maybe at the end of the day, human accountability or individual accountability based on position stuff is more, I don't know. I feel like everyone wants to kind of like hold you to it more now than it used to be where it was like, you know, it used to be like, well, that's the governor. Uh, I think we went through a period. I think we went through a period of sort of lax um, 
I don't know what the word is, but laziness in terms of holding people accountable for things. I think you're right. We like we there have, was a whole right. period of like, oh, you're saving us, you're saving us, and then like it's taken a while for people to be like, oh, wait, no, you're definitely just manipulating us and controlling us now. Yeah, like like you said, like before you were saving us, and now you're just saying you're saving us, right? right? But uh, wasn't uh, wasn't one of the things in the bill that it was not only limiting the amount you could have if you're under 21, but if you're under 17, you couldn't have one at all. Yeah, there was some let there was some wording in there about that. Here, I'm not finding. I thought that was the reason why. I thought that was the reason why they were suing in the first place because they had younger children who were now no longer able to access medical marijuana because they weren't 17, but they had autism and epilepsy. Yeah, no, that's definitely still apparent and that you have to be 17 to even get access to it medically at all. Right. That's what I was trying to say. So that, that was like really the, the linchpin of this whole process. You know, parents will go back to just doing recreational use on their kids, but the problem is, yeah, that's, that's, it creates this whole thing, right? Like that's like your parent, like saying, Hey, you can have gin and tonics at the house, even though you're underage. So now it creates an issue for the parents doing something wrong. Whereas before they were backed medically by being like, my child needs this. I'm okay to do this. And it was like, yes, yes, hundred percent. That's now removed the safety blanket of parents trying to pursue, you know, alternative natural care for their kids versus putting them on, you know, insane drugs and things like that. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. It's a rough life, but Anyway, I'm glad to see the people fighting. Keep fucking going. Do they know um, when when are, when are these lawsuits supposed to take place? Like- They've already been submitted, but it's probably going to be over the next couple of years, if I had to imagine. A couple of like years? Oh, gosh. I mean, class actions tend You're to take right. a while, and You're as right. more people get added to it. Yep. Yeah, it increases it, it, the length. Yeah. Yep, um, good call. I mean... I hate okay, that so for the people. On a side note here, uh if you don't think that america has any ties with russia then why do we have an appointed official called the drug czar (laughs) 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 no i don't know i just saw that earlier and i was like drug czar that's right that's an appointed official you you can be appointed as the drug czar how cool is that like what a fucking title is the drug czar like what it's just absurd to me. I mean, that's just an absurd title, like that we kept that around for as long as we did. I mean, well, no, okay, okay. The czars were not so, installed until Obama. Really? Okay, okay. Yeah, that was an Obama administration okay, thing. Okay. And that's what well, caused then my bad. a lot of Republicans to lose their mind. I was about to do some did. research. It's communism because they're yeah. called czars. It's communism. Yeah. Now they're all for it. Yeah, even though it's like a title that's existed in human history for like 800 years or a thousand years or something ridiculous. Um, Yeah, but it's Russian. It means king. Yeah, well, Mm. you know. And we still drink a lot of vodka, so go fucking figure that one out, everybody. Have you ever had vodka straight from Russia? Yeah. No. Really? How was it? It was fine. Fine. You don't sound too enthusiastic about it. That or Stoli, as a lot of people like to call it, that's straight Russian vodka. Oh. Um, it's aggressive. Yeah, but it's is it like? Aggressive. But is it one of those things where it's like, this is Russian vodka made in the USA? 
no, you it's made a in specific Russia. recipe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, this one's made in Russia. It uh, it'll make you feel like you might pull the enamel off your teeth sometimes. Um, That's my right. favorite vodka actually comes from Iceland. It's called Reka. Reka is fucking amazing. That shit tastes like water. It's danger. That's danger milk. Yeah, but I mean, Iceland. A lot. You can make any almost any vodka tastes like water if you pour it through enough Brita filters. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, and in Iceland, <laughs> ah, they just fact. pour it through like seven layers of volcanic rock, so that nice. works. Um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. smooth. But yeah, I mean, Russian vodka is interesting. I think one of my favorite Russian stories is like back in World War II, where they ran out of vodka and they started just mixing diesel fuel and milk. Oh, and drinking it, and then like several people died, and then they had to like have a Shocking. conversation with the military to tell them you can't mix those things and drink them. It's not no matter what you do, you can't drink diesel fuel. Um, yeah, that's that's a great moment in human history, right? Yeah, welcome, welcome <laughs> to being human. Still cavemen. Still Um. Yeah. No, that's that's very true. It's very true. By the way, thank you for that little bit. It, it didn't happen again until, or again, it didn't happen until Obama that the drugs are thing came about. But yeah. uh, I, it's still just an absurd term, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, damn. Sounds like my new username. Drugs are. The drugs. I mean, I mean, I'm amazed that we just decided to coin the term patriot towards individuals who felt like they paid enough taxes versus turning that into a political position in office. Interesting. You know, like why, like why, why is, or are you not like the drug patriot <laughs> versus the drugs are the drug patriot? <laughs> like if we're just gonna keep everything America, like why, like why, why wasn't that used? Like <laughs> I like my LSD printed right here in America. Yeah, yeah well, it all is, brother. <laughs> just Hell the family yeah, brother. Um, so yeah. That, 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 there we go. We have a suing czars dying in space. God damn it, we're off to a rock star show right now. <laughs> <laughs> if you were looking for the sads, welcome. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, on a on a happier note, let's just jump into our beer. Oh damn! What do you think? What do I think? Well, I think I'm almost done. It's getting warmer and I'm drinking it. So let's get into this beer before it's gone. Um, I literally had so before I even drank this beer, knowing that it was an unfiltered pilsner, um, knowing that or no no, sorry, excuse me. An unfiltered rustic pilsner. I would like my first thought, I was like, man, I bet this beer is gonna be like the type of beer that you would order at an English pub. Uh, it's just it's just like the type of beer that you can you go there after work and you're like hey can i have a pint and they just pour you that because like it's that's you didn't ask for anything else you know what i'm saying so it's like it's very good and drinkable and like exactly what you would want after a long day of work which is great because i did go to work today so truth i think it's like the perfect working man's beer I'd agree with you. Because it doesn't have that bready taste that like Dalton likes or looks See, like. I think it does taste like a little bit like bread to myself. The bread. In a weird way. Um, anyway, let's hold up. Let let's let's take one step back. The beer is from Urban Roots Brewery. 
and the name of it is Comfort Hamster. Right. Comfort so, Hamster. Yeah, yes. Comfort Hamster. I am on board so with that. Um, I just realized that the giant O on the can is actually a hamster wheel. A Mobius Loop hamster wheel. Oh, no, it's not a Mobius. It's just a hamster wheel. Yeah, and on the right side, there's like silver to denote the inside of the railing, which is kind of fun. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, Comfort Hamster. This is out of uh, Sacramento, California. My dad picked this beer out for the podcast. Shout out, Jim Johns! Thank you. Bow, 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 bow. You get your horns from your son because he's so excited. Um, no, it's a my my dad bought this, called me, told me we had to do it. It's his favorite, like one of his favorite Pilsners he's had in a long time. Thinks it tastes the closest to a Czech Pilsner and Czech Republic, not U.S. side. They are different. Mm. um i agree i agree with my dad this tastes exactly like a good pilsner from over in pilsner town um unfiltered rustic pilsner we're looking at about five percent abv very tasty um it is clear insatiably clear when you start pouring it and then a little bit of that sediment comes out that sediment is not nearly as hazy as uh, most hazy beers are made today this is a natural haze, not uh, added to in any sort. Mm. Okay, I had to swish it in my mouth a minute. It's good. <laughs> it's a really good Pilsner. This is a fucking solid Pilsner. I, I mean, it, it does have that yeasty note to it, but it's not overbearing. Which no. Is what like I feel like Dalton likes. It, it, he'll be like, this is what I'm looking for. It, it tastes like a slice of bread. And I'm like, yeah, it's a lot. It's, you know yeah, what I'm saying? No, I agree with like, you. Like, it, it tastes, I had the flavors here, but it's not overbearing. So I, I like it a lot. Yep. I agree with you on that. Um, it's a beautiful gold color, kind of a golden wheat color. Fucking smooth. Um, yeah. No, I agree with your initial response to what this beer is, which is like, it's like a working man's beer. Like, if I was out doing shit all day and I walked in and this is what they hand me at the pub, I'm not going to be upset. Um, this is going to be the first one that I slug down pretty quickly because it goes down easy, easy, easy. And not a ton of notes of bitterness, very gold kind of flaky malt flavor. Um, have you guys ever had a Weedabix? <laughs> no. Oh, oh, say that again. Have you guys ever had Weedabix? Wheat a bix. It's a uh, no. British cereal bar thing that you're supposed to add into a bowl and pour milk on. Fucking only the British would make a piece of cereal that is so big you have to smash it with your spoon after you pour milk on it and it gets everywhere. Um, in the US, we just make the white <laughs> size because we understand mouths. So, oh, anyway, Wheat a bix is actually Shots really tasty. Yeah, I used to love Shots. to eat those shits and put like fucking peanut butter or nutella on the top just crunch city um god damn this tastes like one of those hmm. when you eat a plain um tasty kind of tastes bready uh, i mean i'll give it a little bit of like the uh bakery characteristic um not sweet bakery do not get that confused but like closer to a breakfast or, or like something to, not breakfast nothing breakfast closer to like a dinner roll to an extent um i'm gonna go to untapped dude i think this is a beer you could drink with like anything literally anything cereal this is like a beer you could just drink in the morning and it would not upset you goes good with those cereal bars yeah replace the milk with that 
Hey man, Weedabix has a beer now. Hey, Weedabix <laughs> got a beer. It's fucking great. I said um, Weedabix was my Weedabix. <laughs> Dude, pour this over your Weedabix and eat it. And then I smoked um, some weed. I smoked some weed with my <laughs> Weedabix. Oh god, we could uh, we gotta call it talking on this show. We're gonna hand out all of our intellectual properties. Um <laughs> yeah, no, it's I like it. Um out of like, you know, if I was gonna rate this as a beer, I I'm not gonna lie, this is better than all the pilsners on tap in the city, I think. Oh yeah. Like I wish other breweries pilsners tasted like this because if you're like when I think you brought it up a couple episodes ago, where you're like, it's the last beer you're gonna have, so you order a pilsner or something like that. Um this yeah, this is exactly the beer I would love to get. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, but this is also just one of those beers that you could be like, oh man, I don't want to go home, but I don't want to get like too drunk. Right. I'm just going to drink this. I'm just going to drink like four of these. Yeah. <laughs> no, that would work too. Um, How much alcohol? That's why I say like a working man's. It's wait, only what? 5%. Oh, yeah. okay. I was about yeah, to say yeah. four, four of those on the heavier beers. That's. <laughs> Oh yeah, no. On the other beers, we that's a, that's that impressive. That, that would be that drunk. would be impressive. Um, no, this guy, like, yeah. I mean, like, if I like if I went somewhere and they said this is the only beer we have here, I would not be upset. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, that's fine, and just drink it. Sounds um, like another great business idea. <laughs> great. I'm glad it's this and not like Budweiser. Some horrible like sour beer that you bought for a fucking wedding party or something like no this would be like yeah super crushable this is an all-day beer this is a beer i could see myself drinking a sporting event a concert yeah yeah this is more like uh this is more like uh oh we got we're getting a keg you know what i mean it's just that it's just like everyone can have it god damn that would have been the best kids can have it it um yeah no this is a great beer I'm going to say, like, yeah, out of, like, I mean, for drinkability, taste, pleasure, all of in between, I would definitely order this beer if it was on a tap room somewhere. Like, this is not a beer I would not order. It would be something I would have towards the end of my stay there. I I would dare say, like, yeah, I would probably give this beer, like, a 4-4. F- like 4-4. Four, four. Four, four. Wow, I honestly thought you were going to go a little bit higher with that. He yeah, I mean, I, mean I might go as high as a four six. Um, it's not. A, this is not a. Yeah, I'll go with a four six. Fuck it, I'm gonna go with the four six. This is definitely a beer. If I went to a brewery, I'm, I don't go to a brewery usually without ordering two to three pints at minimum. Um, I would dare say this would be my last pint at every single one of them if they had that. You know. Yeah. yeah, I dare say that. Or you know, shit, if it was just hot outside and I was fucking mowing the lawn or something, or I was hiking and I'm like at the top of my trail, like hell yeah, I want to crush this. This is the shit you want to drink, dude. Um, it's not gonna pump you out because you did a bunch of work, but it's gonna get you feeling good and it it's very satiable. I like it. Um, yeah, four six. I'm gonna give it a four six. I'm just gonna give it a four. Oh. <laughs> Uh, only because uh, right. i feel like i feel like you know there's nothing uh, I, there's nothing bad with this beer at all but it's not like above and beyond in any way no it's not a crazy i mean beer. i don't know 
I don't know. I'm just having just trouble almost. Pilsner. I'm having trouble almost just in my head about like you know. I don't only want to give like a five to something that's like amazing, but at the same time, what we gave like a four seven five or four eight or something to that dark dark star or something. Yeah. No, no, was that the no. highest score? No, it was the other one. The or the like North Star or something. Oh yeah, we really liked that, and then it was a, three like, other a people I talked to couldn't stand that beer. Wow, yeah, which was that weird. is, we're not. I mean, okay, makes you That's, question everything. It does. <laughs> my point is that it's like, what is really like a five star beer? Is a five star beer a beer that everyone can enjoy, or is a five star beer? Five star beer is what right? you think is the best well yeah so that's what i mean that's what i've been going off of yeah yeah so but i'm also just like this is a really good beer i wouldn't like knock it in any way but also i was like we haven't had any beers that we would even rate like a one or a two yeah well because we're not gonna bring beers like that into the show hopefully i mean i think you might make it more exciting yeah, I, th- I think you should talk about it. I'm going like a bunch of Miller Light and shit, and I'm going to be like, one. Bring half. Up. No. Half, Bring. half. One. <laughs> no, because Get some everyone knows Miller, but like, I mean, I'm just surprised that our our taste and knowledge of like not only breweries, but like what could be expected from a beer is good enough that we haven't found something that we dislike strongly enough i mean part of that is just that like the only beers we really dislike me and austin are pretty much sours yeah well that's oh, i was gonna say yeah, that's one sours. problem is like you're you're hot to heavy to ever catch me upset that you give me a beer i mean yeah that's what i'm trying to get at too um like, and sours will do that and sours will sours, like you won't drink we, it. strong yeah. sours yeah strong yeah sours, i can't yeah. do majority like 99 percent of sours wow. um they, well no they just, out, they just came out with those new like smoogee or whatever okay, they call those shits and then like i'm actually liking this that's one version and then there's also sours that barely like qualify as sours but they're called a sour and then it's yeah like, right like the they have it, like green they apples put like them. yeah they put like just enough in there to call it a sour yeah yeah i, I mean those i'll drink every once in a while if they're like smooth if they're like aggressive in any way i don't really like it i'm, I'm trying to think of like it's not even a sour, but it's a nitro beer that uh, Epic does, I think. Or Ratio, one of the yeah, two. Maybe. You remember what I'm talking about? Wait, which one is it again? Um, it's the... like their nitro. Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. But they're nitro brews, and they it's like little raspberries or something. You know what I mean? Oh, little. Oh, it's uh, Epic? Yeah. Little Brainless? Yeah, the brainless series and the, yeah, all yeah, those yeah. things. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So they do them, and then those are pretty good. I don't but know. Like I don't the, think those are sours. They're just like fruited beers. Or yeah, something. they might just be okay. So a lot of times but they're nitro, so they people don't... think they're sour, but it could be a fruited Berliner Weisser. And a Berliner Weiss is a little tart because of the fruit additive you do to it. So like, if you order a traditional Berliner Weiss in Germany and other places where they make them. What they'll do a lot of times is they'll be like, we have a Blackberry Berliner Weiss today. You're like, okay. So you order the Berliner Weiss. The Berliner Weiss has a certain flavor to it. Slightly soured. Tiny, tiniest bit. 
it's also kind of a light beer. Then they take a syrup that they've made, add it to the beer and serve it to you. That sounds that's cool. traditionally yeah. how you would have ever drank a Berliner Weiss or a fruited beer is that's how it was done. That's then, good. Yeah, I'd get behind that. Yeah, then we started mixing all that shit together and just throwing it all together in the tin or you know the the mash tun and going forward from there. So traditional Berliner Weiss was always accompanied a lot of times, especially in the summer. So like Rattlers, things that people really like in America now, which is where you take a light beer and you mix it half and half with like lemonade or some type of juice. That is the Rattler came about after Berliner Weiss and Berliner Weiss was the the stage before, which is where you would add a condensed syrup. And then with Rattler, they just were like, well, we have juice. We don't have syrup. Let's just mix them. Brass monkey. Yeah, that get punk get brass monkey is good, dude. I've I don't think I've had a brass many time on the brass. I don't think I've had a brass monkey in over ten years. <laughs> I would say the same for me, buddy. Um, all right, Maybe. so votes are cast. Austin's gonna give it a four six because it's my favorite pilsner I've had outside the Czech Republic. I will agree with my family on that. Eric, what is your final vote? Four. Four. All right. <laughs> Still sticking untapped. With it. untapped says that this is an unfiltered rustic pilsner featuring ariana and callista hops interesting i don't i can't say i've ever had ariana i've had callista mm-hmm. callista is a great hop it's usually used in german beer um average rating 3.91 Damn. newest rating on here as of the 10th was a guy who gave it four and a half Ooh. A lot of the ratings before that are fours, four and a half, four and a half, four and a half, four and a half, four, 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 three and a half, four, three and a half, three and a half, three and a half, three and a half, four, four, four. So that's that's how they came to that summation. Um, a lot of people really like this beer. Persistent, dense white head cracker and honeysuckle with a light mineral sulfur note. Wow. With mm. soft bitterness. Fuck you, Colin C. That's the most ridiculous thing I've heard about this about a beer in a that's uh a hipster if i've ever Uh, seen this motherfucker eats plants outside that we don't get access to eric that's what it is he probably lives in um washington or some shit like that (laughs) all right all right colin you have better taste buds than we do honeysuckle and what was the beer in the uh, czech republic like beer in czech republic is very similar to this okay um all those pilsners kind of taste like this. This is how they serve pilsner. Um, beer is excruciatingly cheap in the Czech Republic. Really? Oh, uh, yeah. A liter glass on average is 85 American cents. Jesus. Wait. I'm, all right. I have I'm 100% so serious. That's, that's the place um, to go. Then. Czech Republic, I have never been able to drink more alcohol in my life for under $50 <laughs> than I have there. Um for 50 bucks i mean dude you if you just drank beer you would you wouldn't be able to physically finish the volume of beer you could buy for 50 dollars. i mean There's dude no that's insane beer. a liter is two pints over two pints uh-huh and they only come in those huge fucking stein glasses that's the thing they don't i mean that's all i'm trying glasses. that's all pint i want glass to say. is what a mixed drink comes in in the that area of the world oh and their average shot like the way they measure a shot is different yeah i bet so a shot is actually two ounces or you're you when you order a shot of liquor it's usually two, two ounces, ounces of uh-huh. alcohol two full ounces all right hmm. so because they only do it in cubic liters so it's cls um 
not liters or milliliters or anything. So yeah, no, uh, Czech Republic, if no one's ever been, uh, cheapest place you could ever go in Europe. The food is amazing. It's cheap. The beer is horrifically cheap. And it is physically cheaper to drink beer all day over there than it is water. Um, water, bottled water costs more than beer. So, and the water there is amazing. It's some of the purest in the world because they used to only back in the days build breweries where the purest water came out of the earth. Wow. Especially hmm. in Europe. So wherever you find a brewery that's older than 100 years in Europe, they have the purest water of that entire area because they sought it out to begin with. And it used to, you know, like beer in Europe is completely different than the United States. In the United States, it's libation, it's fun. In Europe, it's part of your culture, it's part of your heritage, it's part of your diet. So they always did it with the purest water source. So that way they would have the purest, longest keeping product that they could physically achieve. Um, okay. Yeah. Cover Hamster, Urban Roots Brewery, and Smokehouse. Apparently they do barbecue. What's up? Um, great beer. Thank you for your time. And dad, uh, my dad, James Jones, thank you for uh, submitting this beer to our podcast. If other people have other beers they want to submit to the podcast and have us try, feel free to kick us down with a couple cans like my daddy-o did, and we will talk about it. What is the hey. Denver barbecue scene like? Is that pretty good? Denver barbecue scene? Not as amazing as it could be, but they're one of the best. Uh, I believe it was top six in the United States. It was actually here in Denver. It's called Owl Bear. Hmm. Um, the guys play a lot of D and D. So oh, that's yes, kind of cool. Like owl Bear from D and D is. I forgot their logo. about that. I haven't and been there their yet. It's all have the Owl Bear raging, and it's a bunch of like punk dudes. So like every time you go in, there's like misfits and shit playing and they have like wildly <laughs> cool colored hair and mohawks and fucking piercings and shit. And I, I'm not gonna lie, dude. This is that is some of the best barbecue I've ever had in my life comes from out of that little John. Um it's equally on par if not higher the quality than a lot that I had in Nashville when I was out visiting my brother and he took Ooh. me to Q spots and things like that. I've talked I have a lot of friends from West Texas and they said this is better than what they used to get in West Texas. Damn. It's saying something. You know what I mean? Um but the owl bear. Ross you ever one day I swear to God we gotta get you out here before we did. Um you sold so me at barbecue. You can come visit we'll take you some barbecue and beer spots and uh do a live cast. I am all Fuck about yeah. that. Let's do that. We We're allowed do to do that. a live cast from Adobo. In like or August or something. I wish. I wish Think I could get out there. Let's get your ass out here, dude. Come on. Yeah. Come visit for a few days. We'll take you around the town. <laughs> if I had the money, I would. It's, uh, it's out of the question right we now. We just got to get you a flight. That's all it requires. Um. Yeah. So come for a hamster. That's the beer segment. Thank you. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before we go into the next part. Oh. Do you guys know? Here's a bit of trivia. Do you guys know the technical term for a shot glass? No. Well, I know in the U.S. it's only called a shot because of a specific point in early American history. Yeah. But otherwise, but, in Europe, I believe it's called a dram. Oh, interesting. Well, according to Google, it's called a jigger. Oh, a jigger. Yeah, Ooh. it's a jigger glass. Huh. <laughs> Yeah, all right. I was like, I was like, how many shots in a liter, or how many liters in a shot, or whatever, and it was like twenty-two jiggers, and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, a lot of Europe still measures things in drams, 
which is interesting. You'll go to a bar and it'll say a dram next to it instead of shot or. But a dram would be closer probably to two ounces. Yeah, I think a dram is what they're using the check, which is two ounces typically. Um, Yeah, funny. Well, in a, a little bit of trivia for anyone listening to this who happens to not know, does anyone know why a shot is called a shot in the United States? I mean, I uh, I don't know. I assume it has something to do with like uh, Wild West shit. It does. That's all, as, as far as I Ross? can go. Now you have no idea. I've never thought about it. So a shot was called a shot in the United States because a shot glass is, I believe, a half of a dram, and it was a, a jigger. Um, it's what they used to use, and it inherited the name of the shot through the wild west oh, era i know because yeah you I know. traded you know yeah you guys are gonna say you could trade a bullet yeah you traded a shot cartridge mm. from your gun or a bullet i didn't know back that. when we developed automatic shot shells that they started using where they were pre-packed with gunpowder and had the lead slug in it and you would go into a saloon and they would trade you a dram of whiskey for a shot from your gun if you didn't have money because not everyone had money on them at all times. So you could go in and they would click open their Colt 45 or whatever their Colt, pull out a couple shells, slap them on the counter. And that gave them each one was a shot of whiskey. So because of the exchange rate of trading shell cartridges to bartenders or saloon owners for getting alcohol, it was called a shot. So you would trade, yeah, can I get a shot? And that was, you would typically set a gun shell with the bullet in it on the counter and they would trade you. And then what they would do is the saloon would gather all these shells, use some of them for security, but typically turn around, repackage and sell them back to people as bullets. And they would sell you shots. So it was, it became this like inner commerce merchant operation where like bars would just take your bullets and then, turn around and sell the bullets back to patrons who needed bullets in trade for or in yeah, lieu the patrons of who had money yeah <laughs> exactly yeah patrons who i mean like and that used to happen dude like people would win a game of poker walk up to the bar and be like i need you know three shots but how many cartridges you got for sale then they just buy out the ammo and then like yeah i got ammo and drinks tonight because i'm fucking good at poker and now you can um, get more drinks even if you don't have money exactly <laughs> once you ran out of money you still had bullets <laughs> <laughs> but because they were such a viable currency due to the rarity and expensive nature of them, they were always equivalented into direct alcohol transfer. So guns and alcohol have a long history together. But uh, yeah, shots. There you go. All right, let's break. Uh, let's, let's do the smoke break or whatever. Dude, let's just fucking get into it. You talk about your stuff. I'll be right back. I'm going to tell us Ross, did stuff. you have a beer today? I know because like I'm, I'm on antibiotics. Oh, shit. Yeah. No. Unfortunately, so I thought you were going to get to have a beer. today. I would thought I was going to as well. Well, but the infection the said otherwise. Treating you. What? How are your antibiotics treating you? Oh, just bud? lovely, man. Just lovely. Uh, Nothing like waking up with stomach pain every day because of them. Ah, oh, fuck me, dude. I've been there, been there, done that. Shake I it off. Totally get it. <sighs> the gastrointestinal system is my least favorite system in my body. What's your favorite? 
my favorite. <laughs> yeah, you had Probably a least my favorite. So what's your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> you said your liver. Apparently, my liver's a rock star. Apparently, um, that's a good answer. Damn, your least favorites are guts. My least favorite. My least favorite is my gastrointestinal. Yeah, dude, I fucking hate that system. It's caused me what more anguish mean? and pain in my entire life than any other single source of. I mean, even more than just being human. Like, I would say it's caused me the most destruction I've ever received from anything was from that. Um, fuck you, GI. Anyway, I'm going to be dabbing a fun strain today. Eric's going to get back on and tell us about his. He's already gone balls deep. He's getting in there. Fun strain. Um, I'm going to hit Mimosa Valley Perps. Ooh, Mimosa Valley. Mimosa Valley Perps. MVP. Oh, that's great. Uh, 95% total cannabinoid structure. Smells beautiful. Is this your first time hitting it? Um, no, I've been smoking on it this week. Um, but it's got a beautiful Clementine kind of orange tangerine smell to it. It's also got a little bit of this background of like (sighs) purple weed. I don't know how to explain that, but if anyone's ever smoked a bunch of purple weed, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, it must be like the Anderson flavor or something. Very specific kind of floral note to purple strains. It's kind of also on the lightest, lightest bit on the background. Smells like a pickle. Um, smells good. It's a very, man, that's very nice hybrid. <laughs> huh? It's kind of whack, right? Yeah. Yo, man, that's whack. That's whack. My pickle weed. Um, no, it's very lightest tinge in the background. It smells like a pickle. Um, mm. very good strain. Nice hybrid. Very uplifting. Kind of has like a light bit of creamy nature to it, if I remember right. But I'm gonna hit it now and check it out as soon as the uh the old Rick is ready. Oh, I'm ready. I didn't start mine. I was I was being right back and. Oh, be right back. Well, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to hit my Mimosa Valley perps. Yeah, I'll talk about mine. Mm. Uh, and then maybe I forgot about this. Ross, didn't you drink a beer? Uh, you know I, I'm on antibiotics. So I can't. Oh, so no. Is that what you and Austin just talked about? Yeah, oh, okay. unfortunately. I'm, like, right, I'm like the only I'm like 1% of men get UTIs and I am in that category. It sucks. Damn. Yeah. Fucking terrible. Sorry. Yeah. Well, it anyway. from all kinds of shit, dude. Like dogs can get them from like eating weird things. Yeah, I know. I I, I just get I for no reason whatsoever. I usually eat like one or two a year. Sorry. It's all right. I got wheat though. You got if you can't tell, though. I don't even know what strain it is, just because I didn't care when I got it. <laughs> Yeah, it happens. Didn't even ask. It's definitely it's definitely an indica dominant hybrid, but that doesn't really narrow it down too much. Mm-mm. Well, anyway, uh, I'm gonna smoke some Tropicana cookies, cold cured batter. Ooh, baby, I couldn't resist getting it because it was cold cured batter, and it's like this purple what kind of batter pan. What do you mean? Ambrosia batter? Nope. It's a certain type. SHO? Pancake. Bing, bing, bing. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know what SHO is, apparently. Salt ash oil. It's a rosin. Oh, okay. So today I forgot. But I mean, so it's ros- rosin batter, basically. But 
I got it because it was cold cured batter. And I was like, I haven't had cold cured in at least six months. Plus it's Tropicana cookies. It's hard to not get that flavor out of it. And uh, I mean, I've already tried this this week, but um, it's a new flavor that I could not resist doing again. I'm sure I've done Tropicana cookies, either batter or ambrosia earlier in the pod but this one was pretty uh pretty clean i gotta say so yeah sho solventless ash oil um theoretically what that means what they did with that is it was a live resin press so they cut the plants cryofroze them after they were cryofrozen take them out snap all the buds off throw it into bubble bag system ice water hash extract it once you've gotten the extraction from that usually you're going to pull night uh 120 and or no sorry 90 and 2 or 25 micron um once you pull those what they're going to do is take the residual product run it through a uh a freeze dryer after it comes out the freeze dryer because you got to keep the templo put it into a jar it's a batter so what they're going to do is take a tool because it's cold geared too while it's semi-cold they're going to take a tool start basically emulsifying it max just smashing it all together in a fucking container with a metal tool keep spinning it around till it becomes a taffy construction wipe the tool off put it back in the fridge and cold cure it so versus doing a room temperature cure typically you'll do that within a fridge or a close to freezer where you're hitting like 34 degrees Fahrenheit. Let that sit for about a week or so. The terpenes and the product will slightly separate, go back in, whip it again, separate it, sell it. So um, the cold cure is just a little different process than a room temperature cure. A lot of people would like to say that that maintains terpene, um, basically like terpene complexes, cannabinoid structures, things like that without any sort of degradation. Yeah. So basically my, my dabs um, <clears throat> tasted like mandarin oranges, whipped cream, vanilla, honeysuckle. Just kidding. Um, oh. Very floral. Um, kind of smells like an orange blossom. If I could imagine, if I could taste it in its glory. Very similar to that. <clears throat> does have a tiny bit of the uh, purple flavor I was talking about earlier. If you're familiar with smoking purple weeds and kind of finishes out just nice and dense like that. So it makes for a very rich, hearty smoke. Tastes fucking amazing. My mouth tastes great. Um, yeah, it's like I'm, I got orange heaven dancing in the back of my uh, throat. So orange I'm okay heaven. with that. Damn, your orange flavors sound uh, pretty clean. I like that. I like Very that tasty. Um, you'll have to dab this. <clears throat> I mean, uh, Tropicana is, when you smell it, it just smells like orange rind. Like if you were to spritz spritz it a little when you squeeze right. a, an orange rind. That's what it smells like. And then you smoke it and it tastes like an orange. It doesn't taste like orange rind. Like It's not sharp in any way. It's very sweet. It's very, very good. It's like it's like if you got uh it's not quite mandarin oranges because those are so like I feel like almost delicate, you know what I'm saying, in their orange flavor. Whereas like Tropicana is like a navel orange or whatever, you know what I mean? It's just like what you make orange juice out of 
It's almost like dabbing in orange juice. It's fucking. That nuts. sounds amazing, actually. Yeah, you know, it's not bad. It's just like sometimes you're like, all right, well, that was uh, I did one today. That was good. <laughs> right. <laughs> nice. I don't need another cup of orange juice. Yeah. Sunny D. Yeah. Sunny D. No, but it's very good. Wow. It's also very light. It's only like 73 total cannab- cannabinoids. So it's nice. Nice. What was the old Sunny D catchphrase? Didn't they have one? Uh, I don't know it off the top of my head. No, they do. Um, what the heck was that? Oh, I'm pulling it up. Get the fuck out of here. <clears throat> Uh, their website says the most refreshing orange drink in existence. Um, Sunny D was a slogan. I see. I can't. Boldly original? That wasn't it. What? No, I remember something about. Oh my God. Of Every course, you look I'm up Google. It's like, it, it's like what drug is, is Sunny the D? Folgers commercial. I can't believe this. I can't believe that nobody... Am I, am I losing my no, mind? No, I remember them having some sort of... Every, every website I'm looking at is this boldly original. That wasn't it. It wasn't unleashed the power. Oh, this is just going to drive me absolutely batshit crazy. Oh, well. That's... Dang, I just looked up a commercial and the commercial, it was terrible. The end was like, um, kids get the taste, moms get the credit or something. Wow, okay. Good God. Uh, but that was an old 90s one. I was try- I was looking up several. Or it- this was in an article and apparently that was it. That was it. That sucks. Sunny D and rum, yum yum yum. Rum actually sounds pretty good. I haven't had a good rum in for a while. You don't think when you go to you go to get something, you really don't think of rum that much. No, rum is like will. I mean, I'll tell you right now, rum will be always be the last thing I think of in a mixed drink over pretty much everything. Like I, I hate vodka, and I think it's only good for cleaning bongs. But I would think of a vodka drink before I think of a rum drink. Oh Except yeah, Sunny sure. D and rum. No one's ever had that. I haven't, like, but Captain I can. Morgan. I know that's got to sound. That's got to taste amazing, though. <clears throat> oh, take Captain Morgan or something like, or Sailor Jerry, mix it with Sunny D. It straight out for some reason tastes like the most legit dreamsicle you've ever drank in your life. Damn. And it doesn't taste like alcohol or anything. It just the the two when they mix create a new flavor profile that doesn't exist, and it's I'm gonna have to try stupid that. good. I'm gonna have to try that now. You have to be careful though. Get you, it'll get you. That's mm. okay. Well, we had some tasty dabs there. The good stuff kids go for. There we go. The good stuff kids go for. That was it. That's got to be it. 
the good like stuff kids it, yeah. go for. It's so tasty that you don't know what it tastes like. So, <clears throat> funny thing, uh, decided to make cannabis gummies today or weed gummies. What? 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 I didn't do anything. No, what'd you? I didn't hear you for real. Oh, I didn't make anything. Oh, okay. What? Don't tell the don't tell the government. They're for personal use. <clears throat> yeah. No, we're medical patients. Um, <clears throat> made some a weed infused gummies. Oh. Yeah. How'd they turn out? They're, uh, Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, I mixed these chemicals together. Um, no, yeah. I uh, found a recipe online. I, I did a bunch of due diligence of looking around for like an hour or two, like I always do when I do anything like that. And the recipe I kind of came to and said use, I tried out today for the first time. I had done my oil extraction. I think everyone remembers earlier episodes we've talked about you know, doing different extraction things like using the mason jars to do your extraction. Did the same fucking thing. Um, put the decarboxylated cannabis product. So basically take the weed, heat it in your oven to 40 for 45 minutes, take it out, <clears throat> added that to mason jars, measured out some coconut oil. I found a coconut oil that wasn't MCT or solid cocoa or like solidified coconut oil. It, they uh, refined it enough to where it stays liquid, which is good. So I used that, um, did my extraction, and yeah, <clears throat> took that. Use this recipe I found online um, to give you guys the quick and dirty on it. Basically, it was a half a cup of infused oil, two cups of water, or no, a cup of water by the end, um, two teaspoons of lemon juice four packages of gelatin from, you know, Knox, like the people that make all the jarring and canning shit. And then a pack of lime jello. I got a bottle of super potent strawberry flavor that I accidentally dumped fucking, you know, four fifths of into there. Naturally. Uh, didn't realize it didn't have a dropper top when you're supposed to add it in drops. Fuck you flavoring companies. So anyway, um, yeah, uh, they're super strawberry, but they're green, opaque green, which is kind of fun. And yeah, we put them in a bunch of a uh, dinosaur <laughs> shaped molds. And I also put them in some uh, video game ones. And video game molds. As soon as the ones. podcast is done, we're going to snap them out of the molds. Like video game controllers. Oh, yeah, nice. they look like uh, there's PS5 or PlayStation remotes, Xbox remotes. And then ones that just say game over. Game over. Which I was yeah. like, that's kind of sick for a cannabis gummy. But I'll make, I promise next time the uh, game over gummies. Will that's, be a, that's actually a pretty sweet. Uh, that's actually a pretty sweet strain name. Mm-hmm. Game over. Game yeah. over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Not bad. Yeah. Trademark. That'd that be kind of fun. Trademark. Um, that's how it works, right? You just say it and it's trademarked, right? Oh, dude, we can make one that, that that's named I registered one up. it today. Nice. Could have a one up. Could have a, a game over. Ooh, what if we had a strain called reset? Yeah. That'd be fun. Um, uh, so anyway. Yeah. Uh, mix that all up with the jello, everything in this mixture. Found this recipe online. Put it in a squeeze bottle, filled up the molds. We'll click them out. We'll let them sit in the fridge for 24 hours to kind of air dry. And then 
I'll let them sit on the counter for like half a day and then roll them lightly in cornstarch. Ooh. Just the sugar. Huh? I guess I guess now I can't. No, say it's that. better to roll in cornstarch and sugar from what I read online. Um cornstarch I mean I get it because used in like ninety eight percent of candy. And you should, the reason being is you it should pulls out residual moisture on a lower level. I get that. I get that. I still think you should do a mix of both. Yeah. Uh, from what I read, though, with sugar, the problem was that most people experienced was it, the sugar would help pull the uh, any residual moisture out, and it would just lead to wet sugar on the outside. Yeah, I mean, so I, there's probably just a higher... Yeah, there's probably just a higher water content in this yeah. mix than I'm used to working with. I think so, because we didn't do like a meltdown. Um, I think because of that, there's a higher residual moisture content. So these are only good enough to leave it said in your refrigerated system. Like you need to consume them within two weeks. Oh, so you got you got a project ahead of you. E. Yeah, or e. you can freeze of weeks. them indefinitely. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I say you take them on the next couple weeks. Yeah, well, they're not super, <laughs> not be super fucking strong. Like, from the dosing I got, basically, I used a half ounce per cup of oil. I can only use a half a cup. That's seven grams. Based on the breakdown math for being decarbed and everything in around 50%, we're looking at, like, 7.9% THC per gummy. Um, you should just grab not, a handful of them and eat yeah. them and then be like, oh, wait, 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 how many did I eat? I fucking didn't count. Well, yeah, see, for me, it's like if I eat 10 of them, it's not going to be a big fucking deal. Right. So whatever. I mean, I just eat more gummies. It's the first run. Next run will be better. I'm going to try and do some stuff with super packing my weed and doing my oil extraction. So that way I could fit a full ounce in a cup of oil. Um, I think I can do it if I do what I'm thinking, but if I could do that, then I could double the strength, right? So then these things would be like 15% each or 15 milligrams. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm all about that all day long. Like 15, 16 milligrams of gummy. That's getting closer to the range I'm looking for. Now I only have to eat three instead of one gummy, which is what I would really truthfully want to eat. Um, the one gummy to rule them all, but yeah, I'll send, uh, I'll have to show you guys what they look like when we're done. Eric's going to see them, but, um, they're, they're going to be cool. I think I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah. I may have to eat a couple tonight because they're ready basically when we pop them out. So, well, that's the rule. You have to, except we're going to air dry in the fridge. You got at least like seven. Yeah. (laughs) Not today, but next time. Uh, next time on Dragon Ball Z, I'm gonna eat seven of them. Oh yeah, yeah, probably. It's not gonna be that much. I forgot. No, fuck no. It's gonna be less than what I would like to take in, so it'll be fine. So ten it is. Yeah, but either way, uh, what's hilarious is I'm gonna <laughs> we're gonna have seventy two gummies, um, which is kind of hilarious. So big old bag of gummies. Yeah, man, just eat like seven a day for the next 10 days. I mean, shit, I used to do that. I used to eat 100 to 150 milligrams a night for, I would do that for like months in a row at a time. Damn. That's impressive. I used to go to sleep. That was the only way I could handle an office job. Um, 
my brain doesn't like to go to sleep at appropriate times unless it's been heavily conditioned. I have now gotten myself to the heavily conditioned point, but so I don't eat edibles to go to sleep anymore. And I haven't, you know, three months, but yeah, I mean, it's a rough life, dude. When you have an active, active brain, probably have ADHD just undiagnosed. Um, with that being said, makes it hard to go to sleep depending on what, what thing you saw in the last three hours of your life before you go to sleep. So yeah, just, you know, you know, gang of edibles and just blacking out. That's like kind of the way you got to do it at those points of time. So you can, I feel that you can meet the man's quota. It's safer than taking NyQuil or something like that. Brother. Dude, Hell you yeah, don't take brother. that night night juice. That night night uh, juice, dude. I'm that. like Adam. I swear to God, like I, my night night juice was just eating a bunch of gummies. Like I had 50 milligram gummies. I just come in here and eat three of them. Nyquil Damn. just Nyquil just drained me the entire next day. Yeah, well, uh, cannabis doesn't. You're nope. everyone's like, oh, you feel so groggy. Well, you feel groggy when you don't fucking consume. Of course, like yeah, the fuck. Like, of course dude, you're gonna what, feel groggy, what dude. What you talking about? I was groggy this morning. You eat a bunch of fucking weed every night. You're not going to be groggy in the morning from weed. Like eventually, no. That, Dude, you, that doesn't if you're not used anymore. to waking up with like leftover stone, oh, it's, a, it's feelings. A, it's yeah, a, you're definitely groggy. Well, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like those are people who don't really consume. So it's but like I mean, once but you I actually mean, start like but you, going you, in you, on your. Do you know who else is groggy in the morning? Yeah. Literally everybody. Literally <laughs> every single person ever is groggy yeah, when know, they wake up in the just, morning. Just I don't know. I knew. I knew a few people who would be like, "Oh yeah, when I wake up, I'm just like, I'm awake. I'm there." I, oh, That's I, me. I'm one of those That's people, me. but I'm still groggy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I get up at like 5 a.m. every day, and I'm still groggy, but I'm up. I'm not. I can't fall back asleep. Right. No, no. I'm I mean, I know people who are like, "Yeah, yeah." I just like get out of bed and I'm like, do my thing and boop it up, 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 up. Yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah, no. Those people are from a different planet. Takes me a couple hours. I'm one of these people's, it sucks. I legitimately say, like, I'm not awake pretty much. Like, my brain is not fully functioning until probably like 10 or 11 a.m. And that's like four hours after I've woken up. Oh, shit. Yeah, literally. No, no. It's like, I'll do stuff and be whatever, but like, my brain will not be like alert. Like, right. I'm like, damn, I totally, oh, shit, I fucking didn't do that this morning yeah. but it's not because like i didn't give a fuck it's because it's because my brain just does isn't online yeah i think my like again like probably just undiagnosed adhd could be yeah because i'm like one of those people where it's like it sucks because like if i get woken up even if i've had like an hour of sleep game over i'm now awake this is this is my day now Yep. Just awake, 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 and doing shit, but not gonna tell anybody that that's for them. Fuck no, that shit sucks. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised. That's probably what it is. So yeah, uh, you know, again, everybody's edible shit will probably be different. Um, how much? How you want to do that? How you feel the next day? It's also a dependency thing. And like, at what time you take it? Uh, typically, I was eating my edibles by eight. So try to give myself enough time to not feel that next feeling the next day. But how long, how long before you fell asleep after taking them? Um, typically I'd fall asleep at like 10, 1030. Oh, that's not bad. Okay. I was trying to like black out by them, but I mean like, okay. Also I was taking dabs at the same time. 
Oh, so you were just <laughs> oh, not, yeah, giving I, yourself I, I no shot. Oh, God, when I was using a nectar collector, I'd take like eight before I'd go to bed. Damn. <laughs> Sometimes I would do like five back to back to back. Jesus. Like, heat it, take one, hit it, hit it, hit it. Cough for a minute, do another one, do another one, do another one. Like, yeah, no. Um, oh, but, you know, it was, it was one of those figuring out periods. Now my life, uh, I've gotten that. I've gotten to the point where I don't need the night night milk all the time. Um, now I just take a couple dabs like before I go to sleep and then. I'm usually pretty good, but I'm excited to have edibles back in my life. I was kind of proud that the only cannabis product I was buying from places was concentrate for a good minute. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. we don't buy flour. So shout out to our grow. But it's trying to only make that my only purchase. But now it's time to try some edibles and see what's up. Because yo, if these work out easy, I'll report it on the next pod and Hey, I'm, excited to hear, I'm excited to hear what happens to... when you take 12. 12. 12 of them? Mm. I don't know. I could probably, I mean, like, shit, dude. I could probably eat 20 of them if I really said I bet you could. But at that point, I would feel more fucked up from the sugar. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. Is like, even 12 of them is going to be only like 100 milligrams, 96 yeah. or something. I mean, I've I've taken 280 in a day easy. Um, shit, when I had COVID. <laughs> I was eating like 280 to 350 milligrams a day. Um, Do you feel like it helped you? Uh, I don't know if I even Ooh. actually felt it. That's what's fucked up. Like, yeah. There were times where I was sitting there and I was like, I don't even know if I feel anything. I was like a little high. Uh, probably helped me because of the encapsulation properties and how, you know, THC and cannabinoids work. I would imagine I may have repress some of this uh gray material damage that they're now talking about with uh people repress. who have COVID. I don't know if repress is the right word, but I know what you mean. No, I yeah, not depressed like <laughs> I guess repress. No, I, that's what I said repressed. Yeah. Repress. That, no, no, I guess whatever. like but that's not, not the word you're um, for. I know what you mean. I know I'm trying to figure out the word for like it's probably suppressed. Suppress, At yeah, best. I don't know. Suppress the damage that it could possibly do. Mitigate the damage. There, yeah, yeah. there you go. It's closer it to mitigate. Um, yeah. Mitigate's probably more accurate. So, yeah, I don't know if you guys seen any of this shit. There's a ton of studies out right now where it's like they're studying people who've had COVID, and now they're showing that um, significant gray material destruction and decrease has happened to pretty much every patient they've measured, and. Yeah, basically, if you had COVID, your uh, gray material took significant damage that won't recover. And we're not entirely sure if over time that degradation will continue at the same rate or happen over periods of time and you'll still have gray material destroyed. Or if every time you become sick with it again, you just experience a huge percentile of gray material death. So, yeah, it's weird. You know, that's one of these COVID things. And Maybe the marijuana, if I'm lucky, sweet baby Jesus, bless me. I uh, mitigated that by eating a shitload of THC. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. Um, probably not going to correlate at all. But, but hey, you let's took go your shot. Um, you took your shot. Dude, I will never know. I will never know if I ever had, had COVID. 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 
because <laughs> I've missed the period of getting an antibody yeah, test. Yeah, we can't do the antibody. And if I had it, it didn't have significant impact on my life. I didn't even know I had it. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still here. I feel fairly normal. I had other things going on in my life at that time, so it's, like, hard to tell, in my opinion. But, you know, I feel... I feel that. I feel like I did not get it. <laughs> I, honest to God, do not believe you got it. Yeah, I don't um, think I did. I don't think so. you got it at all. And we had a weird temperature drop at that exact period of time. There was which, allergens going on. Yeah, which may have been why we both got stuffy. I don't even know if my stuffiness was from COVID. I got everything but respiratory issues. So, you know, at the same time, it's like, ooh, ooh, ooh and those. It's a gambit. The gambit we play with the government. It's all because they don't want us to know that the extraterrestrials are deities or something weird. 100%. Um, something like that, probably. Or maybe, maybe Oops. the birds aren't real thing is real. How funny and is that? COVID though? was here so we could change all the batteries and surveillance cameras <laughs> and hard drives on the birds. Oh, they got to get upgraded. iOS that's, 15. That's yeah. So, whack shit about that. I was listening to a podcast where they talk about conspiracies all this shit and they did research on it and it turns out back in like i think it was right around world war ii uh, like towards the end of it or no sorry the cold war and they were scared of you know america like we had several people who were found to be uh, uh kgb officers and insurgents and all this shit mm -hmm. and the cia proposed a plan of flying around the united states in planes and killing all the birds with poison and then replacing birds with surveillance equipment so that the <laughs> birds could monitor the activity of the average American oh, citizen. Shit. So this is 100% legitimate. They proposed this as an idea, and the government was like, we don't see this feasible with our technology, and we don't think it's going to make a lot of good sense for the planet if we just murder every bird within the entire U.S. Perimeter. No, of course. That's stupid. And then they were like, and how do you expect to clean up all the billions of dead birds laying all over U.S. soil? Right, I know. And they were it's like, a we'll do it in the night. <laughs> it was like, but yeah, no, it's a, uh, it was a very far-fetched idea, but it was a real plan, and that's what actually gave birth to the Birds Aren't Real movement in the United States. The that's more amazing. You know, I did not know that. It's amazing. Yeah, so, uh, yeah had like crazy ass idea by cia back in the shit like mid 50s to early 60s and uh totally unfeasible for uh, human technology at that point but birds aren't real heard it here first heard it here first birds are not real i heard that they have a really good shirt for sale that's just pigeon face and it says i'm still not real <sighs> There you go. There's your billion dollar idea. <laughs> oh, man. man, there's so much on the internet these days. Oh, the internet's a wild place, bro. Yep. Welcome to Always uh, has been, always will be. Yep. Hopefully. Y'all just keep your goddamn fingers out of the internet. You hear me, government? <laughs> this post has been deemed, uh, or this post does not conform to our community standards. <laughs> It does not contain enough fake information. Um, but yeah, so fun times. Uh, besides that? Yeah, I don't know. 
I think we're done. You got anything else, Rouse? Not a whole lot going on, it feels like. No. Nothing so. from the Ross Corner. No, Ross Corner is pretty boring. Got AC. So that's. Hey! Staying cool. Dude, no more breathing in Freon every day? No more breathing in Freon. No freebase in the Freon? I, well, you know, that's pretty much what it seemed like, I bet. Uh, apparently, that's what we were doing. So, uh, everyone, uh, glad Ross is safe from breathing in Freon. That's And uh, he's back. So. Thank you again for joining us. This is always, always fun. Always legendary, always weird. Sorry, the beginning of the episode was so cryptic and dark. But, okay. Um, They'll forgive us. how it is sometimes. You'll forget what happened. You know, next week there's going to be a new Bud Light commercial. And everyone's going to be stoked. I'm just kidding. Now, thank you guys again for joining Buds and Brews. Uh, shout out to my dad again. Jim, love you, Dad. Uh, thanks for the Urban Roots comfort hamster. It made me feel comforted without running on a wheel. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Thank it's you. Um, shout out to to uh, Governor Polis. I hope you figure out your lawsuit. And uh, I think an easy way out of it would be if you would just fucking repeal this absolute shenaniganery that you got convinced him to sign. Um. I think we'd all just give you a, a big motherfucking high five and shit, you can come to my house and I'll grill you a hot dog. But <laughs> you should repeal that shit and drop this lawsuit. Thank you guys. I'm Austin. This is Eric. I'm Ross. Later, player.